he speaks, we should be willing and we should move in the direction he's leading us. And with that, I'm going to start my sermon. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but um, after Pastor called me yesterday, I went and I worked all day. I put in the kitchen floor, worked harder than I've worked in months. Praise God, I was, I was able. And um, I, was, I was thinking about bringing the word to my, I was thinking about Jesus. <laughs> Asking Jesus to strengthen me, to, to give me his, give, give me a message that will bring him the glory. And I wasn't thinking about myself. And I, and I put in a good full, full day's work. Doing floors is not my favorite pastime, but you know, sometimes we gotta do what we gotta do, you know. And um and, and after lunch I walked outside and I saw a guy I hadn't seen in probably six months. And um so I went over and talked to him and, and he him and his wife split up. She had two children. They had one child together, and he was sitting outside the house, and he'd been sitting out there all week long. Every day I'd go down there, but he hadn't spoke. He hadn't spoke, and then I kind of waved at him, and he rolled his window down and started talking and started telling me what he was going through, and this, that, and the other, and he, and, um, and I helped him the only way I knew how. I asked him if he needed prayer. Then um, he was like, yeah, and I said, well, hold on, let's back up a minute. I said, you know, the only way we can come to the Father is through the Son. We have to come to him through Jesus Christ. And, and then I asked him, was he saved? And he told me, he, and I asked him if he knew where he would be going when he left this world, you know, that we were created as eternal beings and that we had a choice on where we spend our eternity. Praise God, he gave his life to the Lord yeah. yesterday. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and I gave him my information, and, and, and he, knows, he knows Richmond. He's not too far. It's about an hour and a half, and hopefully he'll be coming to visit us soon. And, um, but mm -hmm. we're going to get together and sit down and, and talk a little more in depth and, and give him a little direction on um, the next steps. You know, I, I told him when he to get in church, he needs to start reading his Bible and start trusting God every day. Stop trusting himself. He's 49 years old, just retired from the military. And um, somebody has been directing his steps his whole life, or the majority of it. And, 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 and I want to make sure, and, and I believe he wants to make sure that the next one that direct his steps, Jesus is, is the Holy Spirit of, of God to direct his steps. Amen. But he, um, and then, then I realized, you know, because I'm always praying and asking God to use me, and, and God showed me yesterday, he said, sometimes you need to pay more attention, you know, he did remind me of my first grade report card I had. I still have it. It says, Phil seems to be a very bright child. If he would 
just pay attention. <laughs> so I still have the same problem today that I did back then. And, and now it's a little more important, you know, for me to pay attention. And so if y'all want to pray for me for anything, it's that I will pay attention <laughs> to God when he's speaking to me and, and when he wants me to move, that I will hear him and walk in obedience. Yeah. But in, in um, John 14, 6, and it's on my business card, it just happens to work out this way. It's, it's one of my favorite verses in the Bible because it's straight to the point. So Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by me. And Jesus laid his life down for you, for every one of you can't forget that. That's, he loved us first so that we could love him. Amen. And then the first true love anybody has ever experienced. Some people have never experienced true love. But the first and only true love that we can experience is Jesus. Because if we don't have Jesus, we don't have the Father don't have his Holy Spirit, we can't love because he is love. And if he comes in us, then we have that love in us where we can release it into other people's lives. We can release it into each other's lives. Yeah, and then yes. that love will encourage us, it will strengthen us, and it will carry us. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. You know I'm scared. Just of you, Lord God, and I know who you are, Lord God, and just use me for your glory, and your glory alone. Let your Holy Spirit speak through me, Lord, into the hearts of all those who may hear. Father God, I love you. Put a special hedge protection around this building right now, Lord God, and keep Satan and his demons out of here, Lord God. Let us all pay attention, Lord God. Give us super, super sharp focus tonight, Lord, so we can receive exactly what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 But, he lay, but before he laid his life down, he walked. He walked sinless to the cross. He walked sinless to the cross. And, and we're called to be followers Christ, because when he called Peter and Andrew, he said, follow me. He called John and James, he said, follow me. He, he called Matthew, every one of them he called. He called by name and told them to follow him. Because he is the only way into everlasting life. But then he walked sinless to that cross, laid down his life, was buried for three days. And then he took his life back again. God raised him from the dead. And then he also says in his word, and I believe, y'all know my, I always say my favorite verse, but I just, a lot of them are my favorite verse. <laughs> but it's God's word, and Jesus is the word. And I love Jesus, so I love the Word. Yeah, right. But in His Word, Proverbs 30, verse 5 says, Every Word of God is pure, and He is a 
shield to those who trust him. So that's another one of my favorite verses. <laughs> I use it quite often, especially when I'm speaking God's word, because I always want to remind us, and, and Jesus spoke in repetition, so I don't think it's a bad thing, because we always need to be reminded that That's his right. word is pure, it's That's true, right. his word is his promise, yeah. yes. and it's God-breathed. Me and my father had that conversation, praise God, that, you know, he's like, well, I don't believe half of what's in that book written by man. I said, but it was inspired by the Holy Spirit of yeah, God. Man. I said, it was God-breathed. God directed it. It was penned by man, written by God. Come on. And then, then, then he got mad and rolled his wheelchair out the room. <laughs> I had to check on him a half hour later and he's reading the Gospel of Luke. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Uh, and then he read the Bible every day. For the next three months until God received him home. Mm -hmm. So every word of God is pure. It right. is true. His yeah. promises hold. Yes. It, it's a word and it's the rock in which we can stand. And and, and I love Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I might get excited. I just Come on. I just but that right when God brought that verse to me, return to your first love. It, 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 it's like, you know, because I've been I had the vertigo, you know, had that four-month late, I don't know what, what to call it, four months trial, I guess, storm, or whatever you want to call it, furnace, <laughs> but it, I've been asking God, and I've been, and I've been asking him and asking him, and his word says, knock, keep on knocking. Keep knocking. Don't ask me one time. I hear you the first time, but I want to hear you continue to come to me because I want to know you're serious about what you're asking. I want I want to give you everything your heart desires. And I've been asking him to set my soul on fire for Jesus again. Yes. Holy Spirit, just ignite within me to to truly, truly Get up every day with that joy yeah. and that fire. Yes. Amen. The, the joy and that fire. Mm -hmm. You know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes. But that fire should consume us. If, if, if we've got that fire, we should be consumed with Jesus. <laughs> we should be consumed by the Holy Spirit for Jesus. Because yeah. it says the Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. The Holy Spirit always directs us to Jesus. So how can we not love him if we've got the Holy Spirit of God living inside of us? We should love Jesus, yeah. period. Yes. And, and Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commands. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, if you love me, go out here and live any way you want to live. <laughs> Come on. Run up and down the streets like you used to. Uh -oh. He says, keep my commands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, and he says, you can hang, your, hang all the law and the prophets on these two. And love God with all your heart, and he says heart first, because it's your inner man, everything inside of you. Yeah. Your heart, your mind, and your soul, and all your strength. Yeah. And if, we, if we're loving him with our strength, we've got to strive to love him the way he loves us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got to strive for him to love us 
for, for us to love him the way that he loves us. And, and, and I've been asking for that fire, and, and I think he just lit me up. <laughs> Come on. And it's a verse because I, yeah. I read, I read God's word every day. I read it every day, and sometimes he's speaking to me in different ways. But tonight, he just reminded me of that verse, return to your first love. Because if we don't love him, if we're doing it because we think we can do something about our happiness or our fulfillment or to fill that void, the only way we can fill that void is let it move through us. We let that love flow through us because love is a river. And his love is a river of life. It's not a pond. If we get it all and we read, and I've been reading this thing, this not this thing, I've been reading this word. I've been reading this word for since 2009. Every single day. Yeah. Every single day. And then sometimes you, you, you start getting this knowledge. You get this knowledge and you gain this knowledge. You got to release it. It's dead. And this is a living word. And if it's a living word inside of us and we're letting it battle around inside of us, we're not doing ourselves any good. We're not doing anybody else any good. And God's not getting any glory. Mm. Because anybody can go buy a Bible and a dictionary and understand in their own understanding, everything about what this Bible tells us about the story of the Bible. But it's not about knowing the story of this Bible. It's not about knowing how to quote every verse in this Bible. It's about knowing the author, knowing the author of this Bible, knowing the God of this Bible, knowing the Savior of this Bible, knowing the Redeemer being led by his Holy Spirit because he tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. But it also tells us in John chapter 1, Jesus was the word, and the word became life. He didn't say the word became death. It it says he laid down his life, but he took it back. Took back his life so that we could live. And as believers, as, as, as followers, or as disciples, we need to be disciplined in his ways, not our ways. Because our ways, we get caught up in our feelings. I know I do. I can't speak for everybody. But sometimes we get caught up in our feelings. And, and we have to take our feelings and throw them over here in this trash can. You know, we got to take our feelings and what we think sometimes and just throw them right in the trash. Because it's not about how we feel or what we think. It's about what God says. It's about what God says because he's the way. If we don't listen to what he says, how are we going to know the way? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? And and it already tells us he's the truth. And every word of his is pure. So it's true. It's true. So if it's truth, it's his promises. And that's the only way we can truly have life and have it more abundantly, as he promises, Mm -hmm. is to pay attention to his word 
and, and, and walk, and, and none of us in this room or anybody that will see this video, nobody is perfect or complete. And you cannot, and there's no chance that you'll ever be complete without a relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ. Because when you have that relationship, then he'll send his Holy Spirit yeah. to lead you and guide your steps. But you have to make a choice every day. You have to make that choice every day to follow Jesus. That's right. Because the Holy Spirit's always going to try and direct you to him. Because there's times when he'll try and direct me to somebody and I'm like, oh. And then I feel bad. I'll get down the road because the Holy Spirit will convict me. Because he's, his, his word, he, he redeems the time. And then he'll remind me of, of, of a time when I did, when I was in a rush, and I need to get here, I need to get here, I need to get here, put somebody in my path. I went and changed this girl's tire one time <laughs> because the Holy Spirit led me to end up sharing the love of Christ with her because her tire was just, it was metal was showing like two inches wide. She just got off the interstate. She was parked in a Wawa of all places. <laughs> 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 yes, Wawa is part of our mission field. You know? yeah. but, but I'm sitting here and I'm going to a meeting. I had a meeting at 6 o'clock. It's quarter till 6 and traffic is crazy and I'm 10 minutes away. I end up changing her tire and I'm like going, praise God. And she's like, what? I said, praise God. I said, look, come look at this tire. I said, you know the only reason you're standing here talking to me? That's because the hand of God was on you, young lady. Come on. That's the hand of God was on you, and she's going, like, what is this guy talking yeah. about? You know, she was freaking out. I'm like, going, look, but I was down there still working, putting her tire on while I'm talking to her. Ended up leading her to the Lord, giving her, you know, an address to our church at the time, and she never came, but. Praise God. It's not about whether she came or whether she received. It's about whether I was going to be obedient. Yeah. But after I changed the tire and did all that, I got to, got to the meeting two minutes early. Yeah. It, it walked in it was like right on time because God's time is always perfect. Yes. And God's word is always sure. Yeah. It yeah. says he will redeem the time. And when we yeah. yield to him. We can never say, I have no time, because it's not our time to begin with. Whoa, it's God's time. Come on. Yeah. It's God's time. Right and when we when we live in God's time, yeah. that's when we can walk in his joy. Come on. That's when we can walk in the fullness of his love, mm. experience the fullness of his joy, and have that perfect peace that just absolutely Ooh. makes no sense. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> just makes no sense. That's right. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah. How, I mean, in, in the fleshly point of view and in our minds and the human mind, especially in the unsaved mind, mm. just how incredible God is. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. Some of the things that he'll show you if you listen, if we, if we try to walk pleasing to him and stop trying to please ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a constant battle. It's a daily battle right. of this flesh. Mm-hmm. In our spirit man. And if we're not feeding that spirit man, then we're feeding the flesh. A 
like Pastor talks about it all the time, watch TV, watching news, this, that, and other, you know, and I watch news once in a while, but I do limit myself. And but I I like to know what's going on sometimes, you know. <laughs> but if we feed that spirit man, if we feed that spirit man through digging into God's word. And we feed that spirit man by worshiping God, yeah. by praising yeah. God, by getting on our knees and begging God mm. to give us more compassion, yeah. give us the compassion of Jesus. I, I, and I'll tell you, I know I've told Rasan before and maybe Marie, but I don't think you were here. Um, but Mark, I used to ask God to give me compassion like Mark had. Give me compassion, Mark, as I used to ask. I'd be, I'd be praying under with God. Give me the compassion that Mark has. And then I realized it took me a while because I'm slow sometimes. That's the compassion of Christ yeah. that I see in you that attracted me to you. That it was it's that compassion that you have for people and that love for the lost. And, 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 and praise God. Yeah. You know, now I ask him. Give me the compassion of Jesus. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Ask him to give me the compassion right. of Jesus. I want more compassion yeah. than Mark has. Yeah. That's right. You have. Yeah. Go to the source. I want the compassion of Christ to where I'm not going to look at my watch and go, man, i got to get here. I can't do that. Because Jesus, when he's being thrown, he had thousands of people probably just beating on him and pulling him this way, and he's walking along, and this blind man's going, Jesus, thou son of David. Jesus, help me. And they're going like this, and everybody's telling him, you got to shut up, and Jesus stopped and stood still, is what my Bible says. Jesus stopped and stood still and said, what can I do for you? Yeah. And he touched his eyes. And he regained his sight. Because Jesus took time out from his busy schedule. I know my schedule is nowhere near as busy as Jesus. You read this Bible, read the New Testament, read the Gospel, and see what he did in three years. And it's in, in like John says in, in chapter 20, he says, In many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. But there's not enough books to contain what he did in three years. There's right. not enough books. They have microchips and all that stuff now, and it still couldn't get the whole story out there. Mm. Because nothing can contain our God. Mm -hmm. These smartphones we have, the, the, some of these, you see some of these guys, I like to watch the spelling bees and stuff, and these little kids get out there, and they, they're spelling this stuff, and I'm like going, <laughs> why would you want <laughs>
a hard time spelling my name sometimes, you know. Well, you spell you know, O O B O no O apostrophe B. <laughs> but you know, it's it, it's funny. And I'm like going, and there's so many, and, and it's a shame there's so many people who are so intelligent um, in the flesh. They're so intelligent with, with the knowledge of this world who don't have the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And, and, and some of them have heard it because some people will hear and they'll reject it. Walk away, and, and they'll find out one day what 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 they missed. And I pray that God will put somebody else in their path to reach them for Him, Amen. to use them to reach them for Him. But I know one thing that there's a lot of people don't know because no one's told them, mm-hmm. no one shared God's love with them. No. They might have gotten irritated with somebody like I almost did on the way here tonight because y'all know, most of y'all know, that my hot spot is behind the wheel of the car. You know, that's my, that, that's where I need help. And, and I've gotten a lot better because after I yell at somebody, I pray for them. <laughs> you know, so I'm getting better on that. that that's, it, it's just, but people... People get behind the wheel of the car sometimes, and I think they lose their mind or something. <laughs> or they just get in hurries, is what it is. They get in a hurry or they're talking on their phone and just cut right in front of you and make you lock up your brakes. <laughs> Bible goes flying in the floor. <laughs> Lord God, keep you guys safe. Keep me safe, please, Lord. <laughs> but keep him safe, too. It, it, but... When we yield to his spirit, then we can forgive ourselves. Because the hardest thing for me, I know, was to forgive myself for the life I used to live. And I carried it a long time and and didn't even realize it, you know. But that's why David um, asked God, search me. We have to ask God to search us. Reveal to us anything that we're holding on to, any unforgiveness, any hurt, mm-hmm. any any guilt, anything, because Jesus died to take that away. He died to cleanse us of everything, and, and that, that's guilt also, and that's unforgiveness for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe it's in Matthew, he talks about we must forgive so that our Father in heaven can forgive us, yeah. you know. A lot of people don't understand that. It, it, it starts with looking in the mirror. Well, it starts with falling on your knees. On your back up stuff. It starts with falling on your knees. Getting your relationship straight with God. And then getting up looking in the mirror. Saying, God's forgiven me. Lord, help me to forgive myself. Asking God, because we can't do these things on our own, but His Holy Spirit can give us the strength, the power, and the direction through His Word and through His people and and, and through the power of His Spirit. I mean, because God always uses His Holy Spirit, His people, and His Word to touch people's lives, to change people's lives, to lift people up. And, And I'm a firm believer that it all starts... 
tells me. Life starts with Jesus. Surrendering to Jesus, believing on Jesus, which believe, and I always use this, the definition and the part of it that I like is to commit and surrender. Commit and surrender to Christ and stop trusting ourselves. Jesus walked this earth. When he was walking to the cross, what was he preaching? He was preaching, repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Change your direction. Quit following your feelings. Quit following your thinking. Quit following yourself. Leaning on your own understanding. Lean on me. Follow me. And I'll lead you home. And, and, and it's like with one of my favorite stories in the whole Bible is when the end of John in chapter 21, it's after, it's after Jesus had died, he'd been buried, he rose again. And he comes to the apostles when they're in the room, they're hiding from the Jew, from the Jewish people. They were afraid. His disciples were in the room. And Jesus comes in in, in chapter 20, verse 21, 22, and 23. He says, And Jesus said to them, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them, saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. Whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. And then eight days later, he came back, and Thomas was there because he wasn't there the first time. He tells us, and then, then, then he tells Thomas in verse 29, he says, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Yeah. You know? And then, then Paul tells us, how can they believe if they have not heard? That's right. Therefore, Jesus sent him. But then, this after eight days, hadn't seen Jesus. And Peter, this is after Peter was in the room when, they, when Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit on him. He told him to receive the Holy Spirit. Peter says, I'm going fishing. Bunch of them with him. It was like six or seven. He, he leads them astray. Because Jesus said, As my Father sent me, so I send you. Peter says, Hadn't heard from Jesus in eight days. I guess he's gone. That's not written. That's my thinking, the way my mind works, because I know how I am. God speaking to me in eight days. I'm going fishing. They go fishing, catch absolutely nothing. All night long, they're out there fishing. And then Jesus sees them the next morning and goes, Hey, you catch anything? They're like, No, we haven't caught a thing. Cast your net over here, over the right side. And I have this vivid imagination because it's a living word and, and, and God gave me and gave
gave us our imaginations. And you just imagine Jesus pointing. He's the light of the world. Fish are attracted to light. He's pointing over here. I can almost see fish swimming backwards trying to get into that net because they're going out of the light, the light of the world, which gives life. Back up. Then, then he, they see and realize it's him. Peter swims in. Jesus didn't jump all down his throat and say, hey, what's wrong with you, Peter? Didn't I just say, it's, I sent my, it's my father sent me, I sent you. I sent you to be about the father's business, and here you are fishing for fish. I told you to follow me, I'll make you a fisher of men. I sent you to be about my father's business the way my father sent me to be about his business. And here you are fishing. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, bring those fish that you just caught. Jesus already had a fire started. He's cooking a breakfast or brunch. You know, he's cooking fish for him. And then he breaks bread. He gives them bread and gives them the fish and feeds them. He loved them. He didn't, he didn't beat them up. He didn't verbally abuse them for not being on point. Because he knew that they, even though, and I believe when, when he breathed the Holy Spirit on them, they were saved. But he also, Jesus also seen the beginning from the end. He saw the beginning from the end. He saw everything in between, and he does in our lives as well. And But he knew that, you know, ended up telling them, wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So he was saved, but he wasn't baptized in the Holy Spirit. He didn't understand how to harness that power and to walk in the power of God's love at that point in his life. But Jesus, instead of jumping all over him, Jesus asked him in, in verse 14 through 17, he said, this is this is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead. So when they had died, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, son of John, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lamb. He said unto him a second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved, for he had said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things, thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Peter denied Jesus three times. God's nature is three. He denied him three times. Then he wept. He repented. And, and, and he told Peter, told Simon three times. I mean, how, how, how would it grieve his heart when we deny him once, let alone three times? Peter was one of his closest friends in the flesh, and he denies him three times. So he tells Peter three times. Peter's getting a little frustrated. But Peter had just denied him like two weeks ago, not even two weeks ago, you know. He denied even knowing him. And, and then he cussed him, you know, 
trust him and everything else and, and then realize what he did and, and Jesus had already told him, you know, after he said, I'm, I'll follow you to death. You, you will follow me you will follow me where I go. No, you will deny me three times before the cock crows, you know, and, and it came to pass. So Jesus asked him three times, but it's just God will meet us and anybody he chooses to use us to reach out to. God will meet us, meet them. He's already prayed for us in, in John chapter 17. He prayed for all of us as believers and anyone who would believe on him because of our word. And our word, if we're doing the will of the Father, is God's word into their life, speaking true life and true wisdom and true knowledge into their lives so that they can come into a relationship with Jesus. And, and Jesus meets us on our level, but he wants us on his level. He don't expect us to stay right where we are. He expects us to grow into, into the knowledge of him and his love. And, 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 and the way we grow is by walking in faith, believing what he says. If we believe what he says, then we walk in it. And then when we trip up, when we, we stumble, it's in the, the Bible says to know to do good and not do good is it's a sin, and, and I'll never forget. Somebody asked me. It was in church to write down three things: being selfish. Write down three things that you want, you would like to see take place before you leave this world, before you die in the flesh. And and one of the things that I wrote is to do good at every opportunity. I wrote right back here in the back of the Bible to do good at every opportunity. Yeah. It's one of my answers. And, and the Bible says to know to do good and not do it, it's a sin. And I know I don't do good every time. And I still pray that God will help me, the Holy Spirit help me to do good every time. You know, because we get caught up in, the, in, the, in this life. Life gets hard and gets tough sometimes, but we got to continue to remind ourselves that's why we need to come together and forsake that gathering of the brethren yes. to encourage each other, to strengthen each other, to pray for each other, yeah. mm -hmm. and, and just to love each other the way God loves us. Yeah. And, but he, when he was talking to Peter, he, he speaks to him the first time. Jesus is speaking to him with that agape love, mm -hmm. that totally unconditional divine love. And Peter's down here seeing Jesus is got this agape, this, like I said, divine love. And Peter is coming back with the phileo, the brotherly love, going, you know I love you. Jesus says the second time, Peter, do you love me? know I love you, Lord. Feed my sheep. Then the third time, Jesus goes, comes down on his knee and says, Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, you know I love you, Lord. Because even though he wants us on our level, he will come down and meet us right where we are. Mm -hmm. 
so he can lift us up and teach us to follow him by the power of his Holy Spirit and walk with him. Walk his way. Like that old, uh, old Arrow Smith, I'll say, but right in the south. His old Arrow Smith song that I don't listen to anymore says, Walk this way. But, you know, Jesus is saying, Follow me, because he wants us to walk his way, walk Yahweh, walk God's way. Yeah. Period. And, and, and if we yield, Holy Spirit of God, if we're in His Word, we're working on our relationship. He's going to give us what we need when we need it. He's not going to just dump on us and overwhelm us. If we feel overwhelmed, that's not of God. That's the world. That's the devil, the enemy. And sometimes it's just our flesh. It, it, you know, we, we tend to think we're more than we are sometimes. But we can be all things through Christ us. That's where our life, that's where our strength, that's where our direction should come from. It's, it's, it's from Christ, from, from the Word of God. When we're in His Word, and, and that's the beautiful thing that, and I've told you, Rashad, I think I've told you all the other night, that when we come together on Wednesdays, and we, we're doing our Bible study in Ezra right now, we're digging we're sharing and we're building each other up with the truth of God. Because the truth of this world, you know, they'll tell you the world's coming to an end. And I'm like going, mine's not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this world is, but I'm not. This is not my home. This is not our home if we're children of God. This is not our home. And, and you know, but we need to, it, when, when God put on my heart about going back to my first love, you know, and, and we all know if we spent time with God, what he's called us to do, and, and you know, some of us are intercessors, some of us are preachers and teachers, some of us are just servants, and, and you know, some of us have put a little bit of everything on our heart and, and given us the abilities to do it, because we don't have to be smart enough, we just have to spend time with Jesus. Anything that he wants with our lives, and if, and if we're doing what he wants, following in his steps, living to please the Father, we're going to walk in joy. We're going to walk in peace. We're going to have the understanding. We're going to have the fruit of the Spirit. We're not going to just blow up for no reason. Jesus got angry, but he says. When he went into the temple and was flipping over tables, but he was a righteous anger. And he tells us in his word, be angry, but sin not. There's nothing wrong. He gave us the feelings that we get. He gave us our emotions. He, he created us, took time, created us, like I said before, 37 trillion cells, or 34 trillion, whatever the average is. But he took enough time and detail create us exactly the way we we are. Put us here in this exact time. Mm -hmm. And it's all for his glory. Yeah. It's all for his glory. It's not like, you know, man, I wish I was born back in 19... 
30s or back in the 60s. No, I praise God that I was born where I was born, raised where I was raised. I praise God for allowing me to make choices that led me to him, yeah. that led me to my knees and beg him to save me. And, and, and I will never regret that day. But that first love he put on my heart was the day this man right here, <laughs> Mark, he called me up and asked me if I wanted to go soul winning. I'm like going, yeah, because it was that, that compassion of Christ. It was it was that light of Jesus in him. It wasn't him. It was that he loved God and he loved Jesus. And, and I'm like going, yeah, I just want to hang out with him because I didn't know why. I was like going, something about him. I just want to hang out with this dude. He get off the phone. And I'm going, what in the world is he talking about? I'm like, oh, so God, I don't have a clue what's going on. I, but I guess I'm going soul winning. <laughs> and I had no clue. We go to meet two other guys. We stop off at this food line, big pit stop. Going in the food line, Mark does a U-turn, about knocks me over, follows this lady out with this child, about five years old, in the car. And starts sharing God's love with her. Starts sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with, with this lady. And I got about, I didn't get within 15 feet, and I'm just stopped dead in my tracks. I'm like, oh, God, I don't have a clue what's going on here. I said, but I know you do. I don't have a clue. I said, but, and this was my prayer. But, you know, I believe God sent them out in twos for accountability. So, and also, when one person's speaking, the other could be praying. So my prayer was, just do your thing in Jesus' name. Because I don't have a clue what's going on. Mark leads the lady to the Lord. And then he tells me, get one of those salvation cards so we can get our information and we can pray with her. And I'm like going, what are you talking about? It's a salvation card. He's going, well, salvation cards. I, I gave them to you. He said, pieces of paper that are in your back pocket. He said, oh. <laughs> I pull one out. I'm getting this lady's information, and she lives on the same street, about a block and a half, two blocks away from my ex-wife and my three children who hadn't spoke to me in over three years. And I knew right then that's what I was supposed to do, is tell people how much Jesus loved them. And, and, and I knew because it, there, because I told Mark, and it was funny because I said, you want to see something cool, dude? Man, she lives right down the street from, and, and I told him how my kids hadn't talked to me anymore. And, that's, that's, and Mark, without hesitation, looked at me, he goes, that's not cool, buddy. He said, that's God. That's not cool, that is God. I'm like, going. Praise God, you know, and, and and when we're doing what we know God's called us to do, like I said a few minutes ago, we can walk in that peace, that joy, yeah. and, 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 and walk in love. When we walk in the power of God's love, we can be a river of life because it's his life within us. We're letting it flow out and touch other people, and, and, and we have the, the power. We can heal sickness. Yeah. 
save souls, we can open the eyes of the blind, we can open the ears. And, it, and it's not about being smart, because in Acts chapter um, 4, verse 13, this is the verse that kept me from dropping out of Bible college, is they looked at Peter and John and perceived them to be unlearned and ignorant men. But they marveled, because they could tell that they had been with Jesus. So if we're spending time with Jesus, we've got everything we need change somebody's life to change their eternity and, it, and it's not about it's not about us it's not about I remember I was, I was so scared Mark so I'll tell one more story about that that it's the same day when he was dropping me off at home he turned down the road and I told him I said I don't live down this road it's my neighborhood I don't live down this road and there's five young men but anywhere from 18 to 20 and he goes, hands me a track and he tells me, he says, it's your turn. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to say? And he says, whatever God puts on your heart. So I hang out the window of the car and I'm telling these guys how much Jesus loves them. One guy said something derogatory about Jesus. I climbed back in the window, opened the door, jumped out the car, got up in this guy's face, looked up at him. Was, I was ready to pop him right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, going. And Mark jumps out the car, comes around, gets in between me and these guys, and he goes, calm down, dude, calm down. He ends up leading four of these guys to the Lord. Get back in the car, and Mark goes, that was the boldest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm going, what do you mean? That was stupid. <laughs> I'm supposed to be out here sharing the love of God. And I'm going to punch the guy in the mouth, you know. <laughs> that was before I knew Exodus 14, 14, where it tells us in, in God's word, it says, the Lord shall fight for you, but you shall hold your peace, you know. But I wanted to pop this guy in the mouth, and he's going, this was, that was the boldest thing I've ever seen. And then he shares with me because I thought something was wrong with me because I had Jesus in me and I was scared to share my faith. I was nervous, you know, and then I didn't, you could tell I got nervous and then I got in the flesh. Yeah, it was like, but the thing of it is, and Mark told me, he said, you just did what you no, I think I said something about it. I said, I was scared to death. You said, that wasn't bold. I said, I was scared to death, and that was stupid. And then he says, why did you do it? And I looked at him, I said, because you told me to. And I think if you told me to, then that's what the Bible says. <laughs> it's just to tell people about Jesus' love. I didn't know that. I didn't, didn't really understand what I read at the time. So, and he just thought that was the boldest thing. And I was like, oh, I thought it was the stupidest thing. But I did it because of his example. So I guess the point I'm trying to make is we need to be examples to other believers, especially young believers. You know, because there's so many people, if we're telling people that they need to love people, love their neighbor, and love God, then if we're not loving him the way we're supposed to, and we're not loving people, way we're supposed to, 
church. They don't want anything to do with Jesus. Right. Jesus is Jesus. God follows Jesus over here and look at him. You know, I don't want to know nothing to do with him because look at him, you know. Tell me about Jesus coming out of the store with a 12-pack. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> you know, and I know it's not saying everybody's that extreme, but there are people who do claim to have a relationship with Jesus, you know, and, and looking at their life, you never would be able to tell. But, you know, Paul tells um, tells the believers back in his day to follow me as I follow Christ. Yes. And if, if we're following Christ, other people follow us, and and it's to make an eternal impact on their lives, and um, with that, I just want to say glory be to God, Yes, I love y'all, I love God more, (laughs) but I love (laughs) y'all, I try to love y'all like I love God, and I'm pretty close, you know, I just, I love, I love God's people, I love people in general, because, like, I think the last time I spoke, I said, you know, everybody I look at is either a brother or sister in Christ, is the way I see people, or a potential brother or sister in Christ, and, and I think if we live life with the end in mind, knowing that we're going home, we should want to share that love, yes. and, 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 and share that walk. Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you and praise you for today, Lord God. I thank you and praise you for tonight, putting this word on my heart. And and Father, just let us be doers of your word, not just hearers, Lord. Let us walk the walk as well as talk the talk, Lord God. Let us share your love with anyone you put on our heart, Lord God, And, and, and especially our family. Teach me how to, how to speak to my children, and my mother and my brothers and sisters, Lord God, and, and, and just teach us all to walk the way you designed us to walk and the way you created us to walk, Lord, which is in fellowship with you. And when we're in fellowship with you, we're in oneness with you, Lord God. When we walk lockstep with Jesus, there's nothing that you can't use us to do. There's no one that you can't reach for your glory, Lord God. And we, we just thank you and praise you for your word, Lord God. Just help us to know you more and help us to walk more like Jesus. And Father God, just put a special hedge of protection around us as we go home, Lord God. Just surround our cars with your angels, Lord, and deliver us safely to our homes. In Jesus' name, amen.